Jeff, I want to thank you all for being here. I told you last week that I would not be here. <laughs> As you, many of you know, I went camping, and the weather was turning sour last night. They were calling for lightning storms, which happened. And this morning, which would have been the day we would have been packing up camp, was calling for heavy rain, so... We deserted our site, and I came back, and seeing as I'm back, 
I want to serve the good people. Brothers and sisters, we are living in very complex times, and I want to try to give some clarity to the situation that we are in. Now, the tyranny has gone crazy around the world, <laughs> and particularly in Canada at the moment. However, I'm going to be focusing on the United States because literally if the United States falls, and they're trying to make it fall, <laughs> uh, then the rest of the world goes with it. So we're going to be talking about the current situation and the complexities of what is happening right now. And I think you'll have a better understanding. At least that is my hope and prayer for this day. Because there is so much noise out there. Understand that your opposition is engaged in major psychological warfare on you, and they have been all of your life. But more recently, you are engaged in a psychological war with people that you believe are on your side, and they are filling your head with knowledge that adds confusion because much of the knowledge contradicts what you'll hear later that afternoon or the next day. Let me remind you that there were two trees in the garden. One was the tree of life. The other was the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Have you been getting a lot of knowledge about good and evil in, let's say, the last three years? Knowledge can be a very dangerous thing. It can be useful. It can be good. But it is not to surplant what our lives need to be centered on, which is the Lord. I'm not going to go into a preach on this one. However, I'm going to give you one simple verse that just happens to be the verse of the day from Bible Gateway, and I believe it is perfect for today and the show that I believe the Lord is going to give me. Because we are going to be talking about law. And just something interesting that I just thought of as I am looking at this scripture. If you remember a couple of weeks ago on the broadcast, I talked about Psalm 118 being the very center of the Bible. 
and it says, do not listen to man, but listen to God, essentially is the key verse in the very middle of the Bible. Uh, verse 8 of 118. In fact, let me just, uh, well, I, I'm not going to go there. It's basically, don't depend on law, depend on Christ. Psalm 117, the one before that, is the shortest uh, chapter in the Bible. And the longest chapter in the Bible is Psalm 119. And 119 is kind of the going forward uh, from the center of the Bible. And this one, and one, Psalm 119 is the longest chapter in the Bible. This comes from verse 165. And it simply says, those who love your law have great peace and nothing causes them to stumble. I think that is a very centered verse for today as we go through some of the complexities that are around the world and the information that is coming out today. I want to remind you all of the show I did a couple weeks ago. Not many people are talking about it, surprisingly, because I read from Article 2 of the Constitution, which says you don't get to vote in presidential elections. The way the elections were originally set up and constitutionally done is that your vote is for your local and state officials. Why? Because at the time when the Constitution was written, you knew where these people lived, these people were in your community, you saw them every day, and they were held accountable to you. That is why you voted locally in each state. And then those people whom you put into your local government offices were entrusted by the electorate to put forth electors. The electors are part of the state's agreement with the federal government. The federal government does not have a contract with you, the people. The federal government has a contract with the states that unites them. And the founding fathers never wanted you, the people, to vote for the president because they knew the masses are largely ignorant. And that responsibility should not be left to ignorant people. The ignorant people, and I'm not calling you ignorant to the audience, but I'm just using this word because it's appropriate. 
you would put in power locally who served your interest best. That person would be entrusted to put forth the proper electors, and the 538 electors across the United States are the people who choose the president. That is the way it was set up. That is a constitutional republic. A democracy is when the people choose the president. This is important to listen to, okay? A democracy is when the people choose the president. Do you want to live in a democracy or do you want to live in a constitutional republic? Whenever you hear the talking heads on TV or in a political party, and by the way, political parties were not the intention of the founding fathers of the United States. They came in 30 years later, duplicating the old world system that was abandoned by the founding fathers to create the new world, which we call America. Democracy is the last step before becoming a communist, Marxist, theocratic, fascist, whatever version of communism they want to use. Democracy is the last step before that happens. This is important for you to understand so you can sift through the information that is going around the world right now. We're fighting for democracy in Ukraine. Well, Ukraine is already, already a dystopian nightmare, like China like many other countries around the world. Uh, thank you for that, Slupski. Thank you. So democracy is the last step before communism. And when you hear people like Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer or Mitch McConnell or any of your favorite Congress people saying we need to fight for democracy, they are saying we need, they're at recruiting you to help them take total control of your life. And you're falling for it, many of you. Your vote is not meant to be counted in the federal election. And yes, it gets complicated, and I'm going to make it as uncomplicated as possible. <clears throat> People who have come out against my correct thesis 
or analogy of the situation have said, well, but the states have mandated that the electors must follow the popular vote. Well, in a constitutional republic, there is no popular vote for the president because you don't vote for the president. That is in a democracy. Do you understand the game they're playing with you? This entire thing is an illusion. And by the way, if they get their way and America falls, and eventually it will, but if or when they get their way, part of the brilliance of their psychological warfare plan on this illusion of democracy that has been given to you is that when it does fall, it's your fault. <laughs> you see, it's your fault that Biden is in the presidency right now. It's your fault that we're in a climate change disaster. There's too many people in the world, they tell us. <laughs> they want to tax all carbon. Guess what? You are carbon. <laughs> Folks, they're telling you what they are doing. So we had an interesting week. It started off with Trump saying on Monday, uh, sorry, last week, saying that on Monday he was going to be announcing irrefutable truth that the election was stolen. And then he canceled that and said he would file the papers instead. And, of course, he skipped the GOP debate, did a show with Tucker Carlson, record numbers, obviously. You are all informed about that by now. If you notice that Trump doesn't talk about fighting for democracy, he talks about the Constitution. Yes, he always gives the vote tallies. But what is he really telling you? Well, I think we have some clues about that now. And I want to thank a couple of my team for pointing out a couple things while I was away. Uh, really good grabs, in my opinion. So Trump had posted on Truth Social, I'm going to read his entire post, and then I'm going to point out the interesting part in it, and that will be the basis of this show. But bear in mind, we don't want a democracy. We want a constitutional republic. For the first time in three years, brave American patriots will be able 
in court to show how the presidential election of 2020 was rigged and stolen. For those rhinos, radical left Democrats, communists, Marxists, fascists, and others who say, don't look back, look forward, they either do not want to reveal the answers because they got away with murder, that's in quotes, by the way, or are fools and cowards because we know the answers to all of the fraud, irregularities, and cheating, and we cannot let it happen again. So got away with murder, in quotations, is very interesting. But what I want to pick up on is that Donald J. Trump did a misspelling in this truth, and it's the word stolen. It's not the first time he has done this. It was also capitalized, which is important. So he spelt stolen, S-T-O-L-L-E-N. We know that stolen only has one L. This is not the first time he's done it. He has done it. Actually, let me just, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times previously. He has misspelled that word. He does not misspell accidentally, folks. He's not an idiot. So misspellings do matter. 1879 SCOTUS ruling, U.S. versus Throckmorton in which they have the ruling that fraud vitiates everything. So if everything is a fraud, then every bit of it gets thrown away. This is going to get interesting, folks. Hang on. So, as many of you know, the United States in the Act of 1871 became a corporation which was established in the District of Columbia, and we have been living under the United States Corporation, which is owned by certain international bankers and aristocracy in Europe and Britain and Rome. So the corporation of the United States essentially has overridden the Constitution and the Constitution under the Act of 1871 has not been in play. It's important for you to know that that was illegal. 
this is a fraud on the American people that has been going on for 150 years. Remember, fraud vitiates everything. So, when Trump used the word stolen, the actual word is a noun, and it is a sweet yeast bread of German origin. I find the German origin part to be very interesting. Susie Q, thank you so much. By the way, if I, if I get gifts, I just need $22 in gifts a month, and Podbean will boost the show. So, Susie Q, thank you for sending a gift. Uh, one or two dollars, they add up, but I need 22 bucks in a month. And you know what? I have not got $22 in gifts in a month for almost a year. Wow. The amount of work I put in. Anyways, not here to grift. Just telling you the facts. But if you like the message that goes out, maybe you want to give it a boost. Well, that's how you can help do that. So what are the Germans in modern day best known for? Well, of course, they're engineering and things like that. But the greatest export of Germany in this new world <laughs> is Nazi fascism. That's what's going on in Ukraine. You know that. I know that. That's what's going on in America. That's what Operation Paperclip was. So I think, and it may be a stretch, that he's pointing out the German connection. But it's also, the word stolen is a word for a post or boundary stone of a city. And I'm just reading here. It could also be the entrance to a mine shaft. Some historians believe the shape of this bread reminded the locals of the entrance to a mine tunnel reflecting the silver and tin mining in the area of Dresden. It was also called Streitzel or Christ stolen. Uh, it's a word, the shape of the bread, along with the being dusted with the powdered sugar, was a symbolic shape of baby Jesus swaddling clothes, so it was called Christ Stolen. Uh, Christ Stolen uh, is the Silicon Valley of Dresden. It's interesting when you go down this hole, and they make a lot of semiconductor chips that are used in all kinds of cars, mobile phones, TV sets, and etc. and etc. So when we're looking at what's happening around the world about the Nazi regime that's all around the world, including in America, certainly in Canada, Australia, uh, you know, Ukraine, all around the world, and we're looking at Taiwan being the number one chip manufacturer around the world that is being threatened by communist China. So perhaps Trump is pointing out a lot of stuff here. But what's really interesting 
with the word stolen. And I, yes, there's a Q post that's related. I'm going to get there. But the first time this bread was baked, it was in, what was it, 1584. Oh, I hope I have the, I'm looking for the, the post. It has it. I got it here somewhere. And basically, it was baked, it was by the Council of Trent, here it is, uh, which was formed by the Catholic Church as a reaction against the Reformation of the Protestants, a way for the Catholic Church to gain power and control and to make Christian churches adopt their beliefs. Basically, that is what's happening now in the ecumenical movement, which the Pope is very much involved in. Uh, the whole NAR movement that is going on right now, it is all heading towards Rome. So, in the word stolen, he's talking about Jesus. He's talking about the Nazis. He's talking about Rome. And we're definitely learning about the Act of 1871, which really has England behind it. So all of the players. Now, remember, in that truth that he put out where he misspelled it, he said, finally, we have the time in court to show the evidence. Q post, and listen, I want you all to please understand, Q is a real thing. It's a psychological operation. Who's behind it? Well, we don't know. We're pretty sure Trump is involved. Some people say Trump is good. Some people say Trump is bad. Right now, he's the horse that we got in the race. And can God use him? I certainly hope so. But the one that he puts the L, the extra L that was put in, says, let the unsealing begin. Let the D-class begin. Let the world witness the truth. We, the people, justice under the law. So now we go back to under the law. Oh, yes, uh, Michelle, thank you. That's actually in my notes. Um, Michelle points out that Dominion also had the servers in Germany, and there was that firefight for the servers in Germany, and because they had the Leonardo satellite. Remember that? Yes. 
it's all coming around to bear. So that post said under the law, because right now, if you're not under the Constitutional Republic, you're under what they say, it, well, it, what, the whole world is under maritime law. The Constitution is under common law. Common law recognizes you as a person with inalienable rights. Maritime law says you're nothing but a vessel dead at sea. So, through all of this, the law and the bar needs to be exposed. Now, I want to point out to you a couple things. Most of you will be familiar with Derek Johnson, for instance, who puts out that we're under military control, that, you know, we're under this, we're under that because of the executive orders. <clears throat> I believe all that information to be true, that all those executive orders say those things. But that is also lawfare. So in order to return the United States back to a constitutional republic, which it actually is, it just has not been operating under it. It's been an illegal coup since 1871 that has taken over the country and until the last few years most people did not know that in fact even today most people still do not know that it is all coming to a head and the information is going to be coming out fast. I don't have a crystal ball, neither would I look into one. But this thing ain't going to 2024, in my opinion. There's going to be some significant events. Oh, yeah. Who called us lifeless vessels in the debate? Was that in the debate? No, that was uh, that was Ron DeSanctus, uh, DeSanctimonious, <laughs> uh, in an interview prior to the debate. Who called us lifeless vessels? Yeah, or list listless vessels? I believe was the words he used. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. See, I love these live shows because I get the uh, the feedback in real time, and uh, I've I'm so fortunate to have a higher intelligent audience than most other podcasts. You guys are awesome. So he Trump has to fight in the law beat them at their own game, 
to return things to the way they should be. Whether it happens, um, I think we it could go either way, folks. We either have a few good years or we go into the tri tribulation, <laughs> is my opinion. There's good arguments to be made either way. But the end is near. <laughs> I never thought I'd be one of those guys. <laughs> if you look at, uh, as I have, and you, many of you have done the studies with me, um, looking at the, you know, the prophecies of the Bible, and the Bible is my source of truth. Um, when it comes to end times, all the boxes are checked, folks. <laughs> Every box is checked. <laughs> We're there. Um, so there's a couple things that are really interesting that have come out in the last couple days. And this is, a, I'm just going to bring the show to a close, but I hope you're understanding where we are in time. So as I, as I was saying with the Derek Johnson stuff, um, yeah, that's all there, but does it matter? Because it's all unlegal. Fraud vitiates everything. <laughs> right? Um, oh, and there's that, uh, that lady that's going around and been talking on the shows like she was on Nino and stuff like that and saying the military is going to come in eventually. We don't want a civil war. But the word civil war has been coming up more and more and more. In fact, it was even on the Tucker Carlson interview. And Donald Trump avoided the question, but he did say that, uh, you know, love and passion and stuff like that are, uh, are maybe a bad combination uh, with what's going on in the country right now. And, and he's right. And, you know, it actually might be too late for the... Uh, I remember last year, and I wasn't calling for violence, certainly... But it was last year I was talking about the, you know, the oath-taking guys, uh, the, the Second Amendment guys, the militias that are around the country. And I was saying, you know, if there was a time, <laughs> that, that was probably one of the last chances. And I think it's actually gone now because they've imported way too many soldiers into the country via the southern border to, uh, it would make it a bloodbath, folks. Um, major casualties on both sides. And when that happens, the only winners are the deep state, you know, and, and the devil. But Trump now has come out and he said he's going to be swinging. He doesn't want a revolution, although I think forms of that are going to happen. The other thing that has come out, and it was an interesting question that Tucker posed to Donald Trump, 
about does he think he will be assassinated? And that's not the first time that stuff has come out about Trump, obviously, and we know there have been many attempts on his life. But if something like that were to happen, that certainly would cause a civil war. Because the one man standing between the deep state and the people, uh, if he was taken out, it would be a matter of moments before chaos ensued. <clears throat> and what comes after chaos? Well, you know the whole Masonic thing, it's order out of chaos. That's when the military would step in, for sure. And is it too late? I hope we don't get there. I pray we don't get there. But I just want to end on this. You know, Trump came back uh, yesterday, August 24th, to Twitter. Now, everyone's been waiting for Trump to come back to Twitter. And everyone's waiting for him to say the words, my fellow Americans. And many people believe that will get the EMP, you know, or sorry, not the EMP, the uh, emergency broadcast to go out. So his first post back on Twitter was not to say that he, uh, you know, my fellow Americans, but what he did put out was he posted his mugshot from Georgia. By the way, pretty good mugshot. <laughs> they had good lighting and everything. The shadow on his face, maybe they doctored it up for publication, but. <laughs> <clears throat> and he wrote three statements. And they're all in caps. Again, capital letters. That is the corporation. Okay? Corporation of the United States is all capital letters. Just like your corporate name, when they put it on your driver's license, when they put it on your birth certificate, it's all capital letters. That's under the corporation. That's to take you out of common law and put you into military law. So using capital letters, as you know, many consider it yelling uh, via typing, but I think here the significance is under the law. And he wrote the three statements. The first one is election interference. Under that, never surrender. And under that, DonaldTrump.com. Now, if you'll remember, this was his fourth indictment. And there is the Q post 
that says there is no step five end. How does this tie into his post on Twitter? Well, election interference, never surrender, donaldtrump.com. Take the first letter of each of those and it spells end. Are we near the end? Let me know what you think in the comments. Is this the end of the corporation? Is this the end of lawfare where we get back to common law and living under our inalienable rights? <laughs> I just saw uh, first time seeing you in the in the chat, uh, Rudy G with the drip. <laughs> it says, I think I need a good lawyer. <laughs> Very clever. Very clever friend. So I'll just say, you know, um, something big is about to drop. And every time that he has put the word stolen in with the double L and capital letters, something big follows it. And, you know, he was going to do that announcement on Monday. He postponed it, said he's going to file first. Who knows what's going to come out, but again, just to recap, he's pointing towards Germany, and that makes me think of the Leonardo servers. He pointed back to Rome, um, or sorry, Rome with the Leonardo servers, Germany with, with the, uh, listen, it's all kinds of stuff, folks. I, I'm perhaps getting a, my uh, facts a bit mixed up here. probably still a little bit on holiday mode. But anyways, folks, something big is going to happen, and uh, it's going to be an interesting one to watch. Remember Psalm 119, 165. Those who love your law, speaking of the Lord, have great peace. And nothing causes them to stumble because as much as the incorporation and the maritime love uh, law of the world affects everyone, remember, if you chose Jesus Christ, you are pulled out of this world and you're now under kingdom law. Doesn't mean that men with guns won't come and get you. <laughs> they probably will at some point. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, folks, thanks for being here. God bless each and every one of you. I'll be back on Sunday. We have our prayer meeting Saturday night, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern time on Telegram, right on radio. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to join the prayer uh, and then join on Sunday as I continue the study in Peter. And... Uh, I'm going to ask my wife, just for those of you who have hung on, my wife is a very private person. She's never wanted to enter the public realm, but today is actually my anniversary. 
and I'm going to ask her if I can post our wedding picture on Telegram so some of you may get a glimpse of Mrs. Shepherd if she agrees. <laughs> I'll post it on chat if she agrees. Um, and I'll probably take it down after about a day. So, but many of you have always wondered who the woman behind the man is. And if she gives me permission, I would like to post that picture. Hey, God bless each and every one of you. I've got a really great guest lined up on Tuesday. This has been uh, in the works for a long time, in my opinion. And uh, I think it's it's going to be a great, great show on Tuesday. I don't want to announce who it is yet, uh, but uh, it's someone with a very big channel, someone with a real story, someone with great, great intel, someone I think is a true patriot. Um, if 95% of the truther movement is compromised, I would say he's in the 5% that is not compromised. So that's a pretty big statement coming from me on this and uh yeah and and this will be his very first ever appearance on any podcast especially even showing his face because he hasn't even done that on his channel so it's pretty pretty big on tuesday uh it'll be broadcast uh on rumble and then of course it'll go on podbean as well at uh, 7 p.m on tuesday God bless each and every one of you. Remember to love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. Who's right? Who's right? He's right. Right on radio. Right on radio. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. Right on radio.